What do you have in the weird news? Well, it's a song uh, by CCR called Up Around the Bend. And uh, mm-hmm. a South Dakota lawmaker might have be visiting that spot, Up Around the Bend. Why? Uh, Why? What's going on now? He's under fire for calling Mount Rushmore a demonic portal for communism. House Representative Joe Donnell made the comments on Now is the Time, a podcast episode yesterday. Oh, it's boy. gone viral, of course, reaching close to 600,000 people on Twitter. Donald said Mount Rushmore is a, quote, Freemason shrine that demonic entities can enter and spread communism through the country. This guy's been reading something weird or... Yeah. I don't know. Some, for some reason, taking him down a rabbit hole on this deal. For some reason, it stuck. South Dakota Democratic Party sent a letter to Governor Christy Noem uh, asking her to renounce Donald's comments. Well, sure. Yeah, that's easy to do. Yeah. The governor has nothing to do with his comments. I guess she could renounce them. Seems like a picture of Americana, a funny place to spread <laughs> communism. If you go there and take the tour of the sculptures, uh, the sculptors' uh, workshop, etc., you'll find out what it's really all about and the symbolism of each face on the yeah. on the mountain. Mount Rushmore is a great thing. All these brilliant men that are up there. A Minnesota man was arrested last week for a bizarre confectionery crime, Mackie. Confectionery crime. I don't think we had this on the show, did we? 19-year-old Tristan Statina, accused of walking into a restaurant in Mankato and inexplicably throwing Skittles at customers and employees. Yeah. Here's your Skittles! (laughs) What? What goes through a man's mind? A woman who's identified as a victim in court papers told police that she was struck in the back by a Skittle and it caused a stinging pain. Oh, boy, come on. So she's a victim. Yeah. People in the restaurant called the police and gave a description of the candy thrower, which included a heart tattoo under his eye. Based on the description, cops knew exactly who the assailant was because Statina had been arrested twice on drug charges in the past few months. Oh, we know that guy. Yeah. So police eventually located Statina at a nearby business and needed three officers, evidently, to subdue him when he resisted arrest. And he is uh, charged with misdemeanor assault for throwing Skittles and also disorderly conduct and resisting police. Hopefully this House Rep, uh, Joe Donnell, doesn't hear this story and now starts spreading that Mount Rushmore will be spitting Skittles on all customers who stop by. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. A man's facing charges in Richland Center, Wisconsin, after police say he threw axes and machetes at at officers who tried to arrest him. Oh, man. Officers were called to investigate the man after it was reported, uh, people reported seeing him swinging an axe around. Police say the suspect swung the weapons at them, even hit several cars before being tased and arrested. Man. So, sadly, it seems that some people do have hatchets nowadays. Sound like bigger than a hatchet. Sounds like he's throwing an axe. An Arizona woman with a passion for taxidermy has turned her love for preserving dead animals' bodies into a very niche kind of business. She makes piggy banks. Like 
from real piggies. Real life pigs. (laughs) Real dead pigs. Uh, Rachel Lewis, 38-year-old former hairdresser, discovered the art of taxidermy a few years ago and fell in love with it. She's worked with lots of different animals, but recently got the idea to make piglets into piggy banks. She says, I thought a piggy bank would be really cute to do. I tried to figure it out to make it work when it would uh, hold the weight of change and be fully functional, she said. Lewis says she typically uses piglets from nearby farms that were stillborn, which apparently is very common. And Lewis says making the taxidermy piggy bank takes a lot of work, but after her first one sold for 750 bucks, wow, she knew it was worth it. Typically, each one sells for around 350 They've become a hot seller, she says. Really? Uh, she plans to stick uh, with making little piggy banks for now, but says that she wants to ultimately make one from a larger pig as well. Ah. Taxidermy's cool. I mean, if you you know a taxidermist, it's a craft. Oh, yeah. It's just... For sure. It's just, uh, this is just a little weird, okay? Uh, little stillborn piglets. <laughs> And what do we have in the weird news today? Uh, this is weird. Talk about wrong place, wrong time. A woman is dead after getting run over by a forklift early Sunday in Maryland. Ooh, man. Uh, officials say the 20-year-old year man, this whole story is just like, what? He stole a forklift from Lowe's in Waldorf, south of Washington, D.C. Okay. He then drove to the parking lot of Home Depot, Lowe's competitor, where he ran over the woman and stole her car. What? He's since been arrested. The victim had been sleeping in her car prior to the incident. So she's taking a nap or whatever in the parking lot. Yeah. This guy steals a forklift from another store, drives it to the Home Depot parking lot, runs over her somehow, and kills her, and then steals her car, and then he got caught. So Man, what? He's going to be... Convicted of manslaughter at the very least, I would think. Was it targeted? I mean, that's what you, what you start to think, right? The yeah. guy wanted to, he wanted to do this somehow, but either that or he's just high and he's stealing forklifts and going nuts. Yeah, could be. Weird. Traffic on a stretch of Interstate 80 in Nebraska. Have you ever been in Nebraska, Mackie? It's a long stretch of nothing on I-80. I- Nebraska's kind of like I um, I spent a year there one weekend. You know, that's kind of Nebraska. <laughs> uh, well, like they say on TV, it's not for everybody. But yeah. Nonetheless, it, it, out on a stretch of highway on I-80 in Nebraska, it got shut down for seven hours last Thursday when a cattle truck collided with a burrito truck. <laughs> And it made a mess. Yeah. State police say that the truck that was hauling burritos had to slow down for traffic, but a truck carrying 60 cows behind it wasn't able to slow down that fast and rear-ended the truck full of burritos. The cattle truck ended up in a ditch. Frozen burritos were tossed all over the westbound lane of traffic. Uh, Luckily, neither driver was hurt. The uh, cows were checked out. They were all loaded into another truck to continue on to their destination. 
And uh, crews needed several hours, evidently, to clean up the burritos and the wrecked trucks. So seven hours of traffic stopped in the middle. This is like the main artery through the state. Yeah. Nobody's going anywhere on these lanes. I don't know if they set up some sort of temporary crossover to the other lanes, but seven hours is a long time. At least there was food for everybody. Well, right, sure. Yeah. Burritos laying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's backed up on the highway. They could open up their hood and cook the burrito on their engine while they sit there and idle forever. Yeah. Junior, go get another couple of burritos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those looking for love might find a little inspiration in this Tampa Bay couple. Couple? Couple? Couple, yeah. Couple, a couple of people. Dr. Thomas McKeekin and Nancy Gamble met in high school in California, dated in college, broke up and went their separate ways. That was 60 years ago. Now McKeekin reconnected with Gamble, uh, who lives in California. Last week, she flew to Tampa International to see him. They must have been talking on the phone because they obviously uh, hit You know what? We've both lost our our better halves and uh, Mm -hmm. let's continue to live, huh? He got down on one knee, asked her to marry him. Wow. She said yes. They're now planning a new life together in California. The 78-year-old McKeekin tells ABC Action News to find love again at his age is just incredible, and he encourages others who have hope because there's always a chance. Wow. Good for him. Good for them. Cool love story. Yeah. And I guess you had the uh, stolen forklift. I've got the guy that... Uh, tried to uh, tried to steal an ATM with a stolen crane. <laughs> a UK guy, uh, Barnum Police, had been called with a report that a crane had been stolen. Response units deployed to nearby cash machines and uh, came across a uh, crane attempting to steal an ATM from a supermarket in Barnum Road. On yeah, in Barnum Road, a Sussex police per- a spokesperson made the report. The suspect ran for it but didn't get very far. He's being held on suspicion of theft of a motor vehicle and criminal damage. So he thought, I'll just smash through this building. Take, I don't know, is there a big claw on the, uh, you know, what is he using? Is he accomplished at using a a crane, this guy? He's just going to swing it up in the air and drop it? I don't know. (laughs) Unfortunately, the damaged wall is next door to a uh, train crew depot, which meant the destruction resulted in public transit delays as well. So, Okay, everybody's happy with this guy. Yeah. Stealing the crane, trying to steal an ATM, screws up the whole transit system. Right. Everybody's happy with that guy. What do you have going in the weird news? 67-year-old Alaska man missing after overhanging branches knocked him out of his canoe on the little uh, Sasitna River. Alaska state troopers say Stephen Craig was not wearing a life jacket and disappeared under the water Uh during a canoe trip. A friend was in a separate canoe but uh, was unable to get Craig before he disappeared. A uh, river rescue team, including Alaska Wildlife Troopers helicopter, is still searching. Boy, that's bad luck when you the branches from overhanging trees knock you out of your canoe. Yeah, you're thinking enjoyable kind of summer activity. Right. Next thing you know, bam, out of the boat. 
Brazilian lawyer. This Brazilian lawyer needs a lawyer, Mackie. Yeah? He has expensive tastes and insufficient funds, evidently. Landed him in some pretty big uh, trouble. Rodrigo Barcelonas uh, de Aveira. This guy ran into the local police station claiming that he had been kidnapped by two armed men on motorcycles who forced him into the parking lot of a shopping mall where one of them took his credit card and went on a five-hour shopping spree as the other man held him at gunpoint. This is the story he comes into the cop shop with. This is the whopper that he made up, it sounds like. He claimed they also took his phone, wallet, and jewelry. Well, police immediately launched an investigation, headed over to the mall, reviewing surveillance footage, hoping to get a good look at the kidnapper. Instead, they saw footage of Oliveria casually shopping, making purchases totaling 2700 bucks. Oh, there you are buying that, and there you are buying that. They visited him at his home, found all of the items that he claimed were purchased by the kidnappers. Oliveria eventually confessed to making up the story because he couldn't afford to pay his credit card bill. <laughs> He's charged with embezzlement okay. and falsely reporting a crime. Yeah. Of all the people that would should know better on uh, trying to pull one over on the cops, it's a lawyer. Yeah, you'd think so. Right? <laughs> Wow. Pretty elaborate story. It is. With, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to tell him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got it. 98-year-old woman can put another <laughs> Peachtree Road Race under her belt. The uh, AG, AGC reporting that Betty Lindbergh com- completed her 34th running of the event in two hours and 15 minutes. Keep in mind she's 98 years old. Wow. Five minutes under her goal. She broke the world record for her age group last year in the Atlanta Publix 5K. Lindbergh's daughter says she'll be running when she's 100. She's 98 right now, so she's got plans to keep going. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Staying active, obviously, is paying off for her. Would you destroy your house for views online, Mackie? Question posed. For views online. Oh, yeah. so other people can see the mess in your house? No, it's a destruction of your house. Hmm. Would you destroy your house for views? A streamer known as I Show Speed almost set his house on fire again. Ohio native Daryl Watkins, or Darren Watkins, excuse me, set a, a Pikachu firecracker off inside his home while uh, live streaming it on July 4th. Watkins also performed this stunt in 2022 and almost burned the house down in the process. He thought, oh, well, it didn't didn't burn the house down last year. Yeah, probably be fine. But almost did. Yeah. Fans warned him not to do it, but Watkins ignored that chat. And the uh, flames grew. The streamer hid under a floor rug and then tried to put out the fire using a pillow. Later, police showed up to investigate this incident. Fans commented, he just doesn't learn. <laughs> That's evidently... He's got people watching his stream, but the guy's nuts. Yeah, yeah, evidently. And what did he think was going to happen if he did it again? Was another question from a fan who's watching online. Well, you know how sharp he is when he catches the house on fire and then he hides under a floor rug. (laughs) I'll hide here so they'll think that my house is really on fire and I won't be able to put it out. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll be right here. <laughs> so, uh, who's got some weird news? Anybody? All right, this one's kind of a throwback to some of the stories we used to do. Uh, two inmates crawled out of an eastern Arkansas jail. The Forest City Police Department say Jerry Re- uh, Reyes and Justin Williams escaped from the St. Francis County Jail on Monday. They were in the exercise area when they reportedly crawled under a fence and made their escape. The pair remain at large, and uh, anyone with information to their west of their whereabouts is asked to call 911 immediately. <laughs> so they just crawled underneath the fence. No big deal. I'm Nobody like, was watching. They just kind of just scurried No off. sensors yeah. on the fence whatsoever? <laughs> yeah. They're kind of just... What in the world? <laughs> doing, the, doing the bench press and the... Hey, Justin, there's a hole under the fence. Man. Yeah. That fence doesn't look very tight on the Let's bottom. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Elbow crawl out. Right. And nobody knows where they are. No. Pretty smooth. Oh, you're looking at me, so it must be my cue to, to, to do it. Oh, oh. Tradition. Okay. Tra- tradition. Yeah, it's clockwise. What are we doing? Well, when you're getting changed before or after the gym, like either of you would even know anything about that. What? Gym? The gym. likelihood is that you will. in my house, don't I? Yeah. Gym who? The like G-Y-M. Oh, gym. Oh. That gym. Okay. Yeah. All right. The likelihood is that you'll want to be out as soon as possible, able to get on with your day, ready and raring for your workout. You'll be minding your own business, and the last thing you'll want to do is waste valuable time on your phone, right? Oh. But Ebony Day was left mortified after she had an awkward run-in with a naked woman at the gym who looked so angry with her. She had no idea why until she left the changing room and it all became horrifying clear. Here's what happened, gents. She said, like, I walked into the gym changing room and there was like this lady in there, naked, like completely butt naked. And finally, fine, I bothered, not bothered about that at all, but... I mean, there's changing rooms with doors, but if she wants to be naked in there, I respect the confidence. Anyway, she explained that she was struggling because she had too much stuff to carry, so she put her phone under her arm. Okay. Not not realizing that the camera was facing outwards, pointing in the direction of the naked lady. Ah. She was putting things into her locker, and uh, while her phone was still under her arm, the naked lady is like literally right there, she said. Everything's out. She's just getting changed, and obviously I'm not looking because she's naked, and I don't want to make this embarrassing or awkward for her or anything. <laughs> so now I'm like putting things in my locker, and then I, I turn around, and she's looking at me like I'm a psychopath, and I was like, she, why is she staring at me like that? You're, you're, you're the one that's naked. Anyway, I put my stuff in, walk out of the gym changing room, grab my phone from under my arm. Ebony found out that the horrendous realization that her torch was on the whole time. She said, I just stood there in the hallway looking at the torch on my phone and then thinking about the stare that I just got in the changing room and then looking at the torch on my phone, then realizing, I think she thought I was videoing her. Sure. Right. No wonder she stared. I was looking at her like, what's up with you? Why are you looking so angry at me? Wow, I don't think I can ever enter the gym again. Now there's going to be a poster saying that I'm some psychopath and I'm not allowed in there anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, all those TikTok videos will get you. <laughs> don't even get me started on that stuff. <laughs> Gentlemen, cha- things have changed. Yeah. You think? A lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, everything's being videotaped at all times. <laughs> I'd Just... like to see Mackie doing one of those TikTok dances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can fake half of it, so maybe that's the thing to do for Mackie. Yeah. 
It's all video editing. The gym is weird, though, isn't it? I mean, years ago, going to the Y, and there was an old dude in there, like in his 80s. And he always walked like that gal, just walked around naked in the the (laughs) locker room. You know, and he's 80, so there's a lot of sagging going on, you know. But he'd come over to the bench where you're, like, getting dressed, and he'd, and he'd just lift up his leg and put, put it on the bench so everything's yeah. just right there in front yeah. of you, you know. He starts talking like you're yeah. at the garage yeah. or something. Yeah. So, Mackie. How you doing, Mac? How about them twins? Yeah. How's your son doing? Get some clothes on, man. <laughs> New Jersey Superior Court Judge Gary Wilcox allegedly used an alias to create a TikTok account. Speaking oh, of TikTok. There we go. Where he lip-synced songs with controversial lyrics, and now he's being asked to explain his behavior. Yeah, you think? A complaint by the Advisory Committee on uh, Judicial Conduct claims that the uh, judge posted about 40 videos under the name Sal Tortolella, with songs referencing violence and misogyny, one one post reportedly features the judge partially dressed while lying in bed. Oh boy! <laughs> honorable, isn't that usually the title? Yeah. With a judge, the Honorable Gary Wilcox. Yeah. Order in the court, Judge. Mm-hmm. I don't think at the end of the day anybody was going to believe that there was any desire to do any harm here, according to his attorney who's representing him. Wilcox has 20 days to to, uh, submit an answer to the the complaint, and the advisory committee can issue private discipline or request public discipline. Well, it was a public video, wasn't it? Should be some public discipline. I I just don't get why people don't. Oh, nobody will will care. Nobody will notice that that I'm actually the judge that was up on the bench last time they were in court. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Smooth move. We've we've told listeners for twenty years, keep your clothes on. Right. Don't take pictures of yourself without your clothes on. Uh huh. Because they're going to get out there <laughs> somehow, this some guy way. Was pretty purposeful about it, the way yeah. it sounds. You got anything else? No. I, I guess not. Yeah. Let's see. Millennials are <laughs> apparently the worst offenders when it comes to lying on social media and in the workplace. Millennials getting the fingers pointed at again. A new survey of online casino Playstar looked at 1,300 people, Dan, good sample size, Yeah, and asked how much they lie. More than 1 in 10 millennials said they lie at least once a day. On the other hand, only 2% of boomers admitted the same, which means some of the boomers were lying. (laughs) Uh, Some of the biggest areas of deception include fabricating something on a resume or lying on social media to impress others. Oh, yeah. Probably the most common line we've had it on the show before is you say something that's just nice to somebody, even though you probably are being a little overly nice, maybe. Man, T-Man, you look good today. Well, that goes without saying. I mean, that's not a lie. I know you're telling me the truth when you say that. See what I'm saying? It's the embellishment. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the little the common lie. lie. We used to argue about this a lot, <laughs> the three of us, the little yeah. white lie that Dan mm-hmm. claimed he never told. Never God. tell. Yeah. You're a liar. Totally honest. <laughs> You're a liar. On the level all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of my dress today, honey? It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> embellishment. Think of it in that way. Oh, so embellishment's not a lie. Well, Is it that can what you're be. Saying? It can it can be. 
I'm just saying, it depends on how far you have to extend it, right? Okay. Yeah. You, so, so you maybe aren't saying exactly what you think, but you're still still telling the truth. But isn't that still a lie because you're not telling them the truth straight out? There's that gray area. Now. Okay, so now we're talking the gray area. I thought there was no gray area with you. It's either black or it's white. It's either fat or it's skinny. I okay. mean, it's one way or the other. All right, fat or skinny. In. You got to bring that you up. Get, now that's in the mix already. Uh, he's bringing up. You <laughs> just right got away. here. Hey, just hey, I'm telling the truth. Okay, I've always told the truth with you guys. <laughs>